I was telling you about the different types of uh, teachings uh, that we bring. And that was, I think, uh, two, three weeks ago, I spoke to you about a um, warning and an opportunity. And that was more of a, a kind of uh, emphasis or prophetic directional thing. Today, um, I'm going to be talking to you. It's really more of a, what I would call an equipping word, where you can expect to be equipped with something. But before I get into that, let's just review a little bit, because... Uh, as you, as you received that, that word two, three weeks ago, you heard that there was, yes, a warning not to be um, drawn aside by the spirit of the age, but also an opportunity. Wow. I want to just update you for a couple of moments on, on the outworking of the opportunity, which is ongoing because there's been some really exciting developments, lots of new contacts and connections and some with people that we had connection with in the past, that's also really exciting. And then, of course, the different programs. Uh, Chosen, I've heard, is, is going really well. Alpha's going well. And uh, life after lockdown, great number of people turned to Jesus in that last week. Uh, this is, this is uh, an exciting time. Coffee shop, of course, is not open, but that's become tea in gardens now. Uh, that's an exciting uh, twist and development, and uh, it feels very, very posh and upmarket, but I, I think it's, it's still reaching uh, key people that we have had contact with. So uh, certainly the opportunity that we felt God was saying in this uh, month, we particularly focused on, we called it the month of the sickle with, as, as the tool they used uh, in previous times in harvest. So, New Testament, you see so often that people coming to Jesus is accompanied with supernatural. It seems the two things so often go together, that they're manifestations of God's power, and then people really turning to Jesus. Well, the truth of the matter is, God has designed us to be a supernatural people, a people who experience the supernatural power of God. And we want more of, the, uh, of that, more of the supernatural power. That's what God, God didn't call us to walk in, in a natural life, but to enjoy all that he's purposed for us. So today, I'm going to look at two areas. Now, we can't go into depth in the, in the short time that we've got, but I want to touch on two things. Number one will be the word of knowledge, which is one of the spiritual gifts. And the, the second one I want to look at is um, acts of kindness, which is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Obviously, both work of the Holy Spirit and part of the supernatural that God has given us in order to fulfill his purpose on earth. It's interesting that Jesus said that we would, we would see greater things because he was going to his Father in heaven, in John 14, verse 12. He expected that we would experience, see, and be part of 
the ongoing supernatural ministry which he had on the earth, which is why he sent the Holy Spirit. We do thank God. I think it's really important that we thank God. That's why telling your story or testimony is so important. Thank God for what he's done. If you think, those of you that have been around for a little while, this week we're celebrating the first birthday of Miles Jones. Do you remember when we got together to pray in urgent and critical times? Wow, how God's answered prayer and, and the, the healing and the, and the bringing through of that precious life is really, really exciting. It's not the first time we've seen that. I mean, some years ago, we saw uh, two particular occasions where God stepped in and rescued lives of, of babies that looked as though they weren't going to survive. In the critical moment, we, 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 we had the privilege of being involved with God the Holy Spirit and praying through and seeing God's supernatural power. And then, of course, further afield, we've seen some amazing things. You remember the time when God called us to pray the rebels out of the diamond fields in Sierra Leone. Remember, the, the diamonds were a source of income that the rebels could continue their fight um, with, with the means to buy arms. And they just didn't seem to be dislodged. And one day God spoke to us. And within a very, very short space of time, they were out there. Remember, again in Sierra Leone, the amazing uh, Holy Spirit protection as our team there, our people there um, engaged. Uh, they were surrounded, they were right in a hot spot, and God protected them and empowered them uh, in some respects to really take a lead in dealing with that. And of course, we have the privilege of regularly hearing stories of God's provision and God's healing uh, amongst us. So this is harvest time. Harvest is basically harvest is people coming to know Jesus because because he they rightfully belong to him. He died for them. He has a better life for them, and of course a future uh, in paradise with him. So this word of knowledge I've entitled it picking the lock because it's it's one of those gifts which helps us to. Um, in a supernatural way, break through, get beyond any sort of barriers and, and get opening points uh, into the lives of people. Uh, there are, there's so much we could say about that, but it's, it's received from the Holy Spirit to enable us to be more effective in, in ministering to the needs of people, uh, to know and understand situations supernaturally, which we wouldn't understand naturally. And that extends to understanding or having insight into circumstances or strategies of the enemy uh, that, that people may be being held into. It enables us to know how to speak in, in particular situations that God is giving us the opportunity to be in, we, uh, involved with, with a knowledge that amazingly just can break through. That's why I call it picking the lock. It can, and a, a word of knowledge can surprise. It, it can baffle, it can disarm, it can open up, it can bring answers, and it leads into understanding 
So it's a really, really key thing. Now, just a little bit of explanation. Basically, it's not something that you own. The word that is used in the scripture means that it is being given. It's something that is, I don't have the word of knowledge. I have it when God actually uh, speaks and gives me that kind of operation. And that's the same for all of us. It's an operation of the spirit and it is given at the time. And it's often, but not always, a revelation of certain facts. It's not like a, wow, this is what I've got. It's not like a credit score. It's not like a, like a, a McDonald's, you get another star on your badge. It's not something like that. It's, it's what God gives us and it's being used for his purpose. I, I want to talk about this in a way that something is quickened in you to ask the Lord for a word for somebody that you're seeking to reach to. It's not necessarily flashing lights. It can be one word, it can be a phrase, And I, it could be other things as well. I'm going to give you a few examples. Just this week, I got a message. I think it comes through two people because Sheila, there on her own, limited in what she can do, had a word, a revelation of scripture for me. Now, Sheila is very limited, but not limited in terms of hearing God, not limited in terms of praying and therefore she could uh, hear God and bring something which was for me but let's not restrict it to actual words it can be an expression do you remember uh, when Jamie was speaking to us recently he told the story of a black colleague in the office at work who had been uh, shamefully arrested and thrown on the pavement and as he heard that story uh, from his colleague, his response reaction was he cried. Sometimes, you know, God, God is God is God. He can do whatever he wants. And it's it's a picking of a lock. It's something which helps us to break through. And God can use any element that he wants to. This is not like a it's not like a detective thing where you're kind of questioning in order to get information. This is something very different to that. But it is available to us as God fills us with his Holy Spirit. It can be you're listening to a story and you suddenly realize this is not, this is not the story. There's a different track. And God may give you a question or a point that helps you to move on to a different track in the conversation altogether. So it's not even necessarily vocalized. See, we want, don't want to get hung up on, on a, a word. It's an operation of the gift of the spirit, but it's something that changes us. It's a difference and can be a difference in approach can be revelation of information or facts about the situation. 
and it can be in, quite possibly in addition to what you're actually hearing and I have experienced that that I'm hearing one thing and I, I suddenly realize no there's there's something different here uh, a different way to go it can be when we see in the Bible um, God doing all sorts of things uh, revealing through a prophet where the enemy is located or speaking to Elizabeth that you're going to have a son. Can I tell you a bit of a funny story? Now, I need to explain this uh, because in this country, we have an expression, and I'm going to put it very politely because uh, my wife is listening, uh, but somebody, oh, they're a pain in the rear end. Yeah, do you know that expression? Well, overseas, I'm just explaining. That means that you come to realize that somebody is a nuisance or they're out to cause trouble. Well, some years ago, and I, this only happened to me once in this way, uh, I was just bringing a meeting to an end and we were praying. And I saw um, somebody, a man come in uh, and begin to walk around the side of the meeting. And I felt to say, Lord, what, what is happening here? And guess what happened? I got a sudden pain in my rear end. That told me this, this person was a nuisance. And it was absolutely right. And I was able to get a couple of the leaders to go and deal with it. It was a distraction. It was a nuisance. I mean, can that be God? Well, I belong to him, so he can, he can speak to me any way that he likes. It's, it's the goodness of God. So this is, this is the purpose of this is that it can break through with the good news of the gospel. But I want to talk about a fruit of the Spirit. And the one I'm going to touch is kindness, random acts of kindness, another way uh, of actually bringing something of the heart and nature of God. It's not a gift of the Spirit, it's the fruit of the Spirit. But, you know, we, we're a people that have been made anew by the Holy Spirit. I mean, let's think about it. We've all experienced a miracle. We've all experienced the power of God. Everyone that has submitted to the Lordship of Christ, everyone that's made that choice to give the rule of our lives to Jesus, and has been born again by the Spirit of God. Everyone who has had that experience, the Bible talks about being born again. It's a rebirth. It's something the Holy Spirit does. Well, how would you do that? How, how did you do it? Well, the truth of the matter is you don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows how we can be born again. It's a, it's a miracle. So everyone that is born again, the Spirit of God has already experienced a significant miracle. So we are a people that are familiar with the power of God and his purpose, but we want more. But we're going to look at different ways. And so let's think about it. You know, on an apple tree, apples grow. You don't get pears growing on an apple tree. Therefore, let's think about it. We are a people of God. We are 
empowered by God. The Spirit of God dwells within us. Therefore, the fruit of the Spirit will be the fruits that he speaks of. And the, just the one I'm looking at at this time is the fruit of kindness. The Spirit of God dwelling in us. Let me tell you another story. The first time, one of the early times I first uh, went to serve in some overseas location was in Guyana. and It was actually right in the jungle. And it was very hot and very steamy. And the treat was that you could go down through the jungle to what they called Coca-Cola Creek because the water was the color of Coca-Cola. But you had to go across a swamp. And in order to go across the swamp, they'd laid um, tree trunks and bits of wood because you didn't really want to sink into that. And they also had some long poles. You know, when, you're, when you see somebody walking on a, on a tightrope or something like that, they have a pole to help them balance. Well, this wasn't a tightrope, but it was, it was a narrow plank. Actually, there wasn't enough for me, um, but I managed. And then we did this jump in the creek and yeah, it's not that it was wonderful, but it wasn't too good. Well, on the way back, one of the other ministries that I was with, he said, oh, you know, I, I'm used to the jungle. I've been in Vietnam and so on and so forth. You have my pole or my stick. He said, I, I, I'm fine. Wow, what an act of kindness particularly as he took about three steps and went right in the swamp. And, uh, well, they used to say to us, you might want to wash, but you'd almost consider amputation once you've been in that stinking mess. Uh, an act of kindness. Uh, you know, it's an amazing thing that it can open, open doors because it opens heart, because it shows what God is like. Just recently... My uh, Muslim neighbor uh, gave us uh, a mask. It was the last one that he had, those special ones that he'd managed to get hold of. I thought that was an act of kindness. You know, there's so many things. Do you remember Terry King telling us a story of speaking to somebody in the lift, just sort of asking what floor would you like? and uh, how that opened up the door. This is something when God prompts us to do something, that it just opens the way and opens the door. In Matthew 25, verse 43, Jesus was actually explaining to some why they were not doing well. He said, I was hungry. Uh, well, he first of all said what they hadn't done. But he said, you know, those of you that really are showing what I'm like are engaged in acts of kindness. He said, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you, you gave me a cloak. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. All very practical things. And he goes on to say, what you did for the least of these, you did also for me. See, acts of kindness are very close to God's heart and they show what he's like because they are part of the fruit of the spirit. Of course, in recent times, we've experienced many acts of kindness, people doing shopping for us. You, many of you have appreciated others contacting you. Uh, I know that I think it was Amanda that 
with the food deliveries was beginning to, to write little notes and put it in with the food. Following up, you see, Bible tells us my sheep hear my voice. If you're a child of God, if you're sheep and he's your shepherd, it's declared that you have, you're equipped with the ability to hear his voice. Obviously, the motivation needs to be of love. Jesus first being moved with compassion. So that the directing, the trusting, the prompting comes as a result of love, as a result of being moved by love. Now, do you always get it right? Well, no, but the motive is right. A few months ago, I was, I was on a train and I noticed this uh, older lady who looked rather frail and she was carrying a, like a roll-on suitcase thing. And I thought, oh, if she gets off at Good Mace, I'll, um, I, I, I'll jump in and uh, say, let me, let me carry your bag up the, up the steps. And I was all poised to do that. And she got off at Good Mace. And thankfully, just before I did it, um, clearly she'd had a, a son or a friend already there waiting for her to take her bag up the steps. So it saved me that sort of embarrassment. But you know what? It was still training for me. Training to say, here's an opportunity. Be alert to it. And that's what we've been engaged in. Um, the work that we've been doing on behalf of council to uh, visit people with the, uh, with food and contact those that are um, isolated. You know, um, the Bible talks about giving a cup of water in his name, in my name. Jesus said, if you do that, there's something more if we do it under his direction, this act of kindness. We minister more, we bring something more than just, in this instance, a cup of water. And of course, we see this panning out so clearly in the story of the Good Samaritan. You see, an act of kindness can be planned, or it can be an impulse or a random thing. It can be something that causes a response from our emotions. There are many ways in which this act of kindness can be demonstrated and Jesus of course was the perfect example and when we do this we show what God is like so I want to encourage you this is an equipping time equipping to look to God for words of knowledge so that we move in the supernatural or acts of kindness so we move in the supernatural so this week no questions but actions Ask God to prompt you with an act of kindness or a word of knowledge. Because these things show what God is like and they open the door. And this is the time of harvest when we want to reach all those that God is planning to bring to himself. And it's exciting. Back to Nick. Nick.